All righty this morning. It's good to see everybody out. I want to welcome those online. And we're going to be looking at quite a few scriptures here as we go along. I want to preach this morning on a subject. Look at Psalms chapter 11, verse number four there. The Bible says the Lord is in his holy temple. Amen. Amen. I'm going to say something before I get started preaching. I'm going to preach an entire message on amen. Because everybody ought to learn how to say amen. Because I'm going to tell you people that don't say amen ain't got nothing to say amen about. And boy, you all got something to say something amen about this morning. Amen. I'm telling you right now, amen is a very important word in the Bible. And you need to understand what it means and why you're saying it. I heard a preacher say one time that he said for the first five years of his pastorate, he'd come in every morning and just say, say amen, everybody. Well, he said, they'd say amen. But he said, finally, the Lord said, what are you saying amen about? Better figure out what you're saying amen about. Because when you say amen, it means something in the presence of Almighty God. Amen. 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 Well, some, one time, sometimes when I pray and I end my prayer and I say amen, amen. And a lady came up to me one time. She says, why do you say amen, amen when you quit your, in your prayer sometimes? I said, because it's in the Bible, amen. David said, amen, amen. That means he means it's double sure, amen. That's what Jesus said, verily, verily. There's some things worth repeating. Well, he said the Lord is in his temple. The Lord's, watch this, throne is in heaven. Look at Psalms chapter 45, verse number six. Get this this morning. I'll preach on the subject of the throne of God. The throne, O God, is how long? Forever. Forever and ever, amen. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Look at Psalms chapter 47 and verse number eight with me, if you will. God reigneth over the heathen, amen. I'll tell you what, all you say them liberals is getting out of hand. God's reigning over them. They just don't know it, amen. God reigneth over the heathen. Watch this, God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness. God sits upon the throne of his holiness. Look at Isaiah chapter six and verse number one with me. Isaiah chapter six. In the year the king Uzziah died. Did you know that sometimes God will open your eyes when somebody dies? You'll lose a loved one or lose somebody that near you. And all of a sudden you'll get interested in what's going on in the world. Amen. And he said in the year the king Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. Oh my goodness, thanks a lot. Sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple, the Bible said. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. And the Bible said with twain he covered his faith. And with twain he covered his feet. And with twain he did fly. And they cried one to another and said, Now this is around the throne. I, listen to me, I didn't come out preaching around the, the, the world's kingdoms. I'm here to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm here to preach the Bible this morning. And it's one thing this country needs is to remember and be reminded and to know that there is a throne of God. Amen. And the throne that a king sits upon that throne. I'm not just worshiping some religious figure here this morning. I'm worshiping the king of glory and he's sitting upon his throne and he's a king, amen. amen. And the Bible said right here, one said to another, holy, holy, holy. Woo! How many times in worship do you do that? Amen. Well, you say, I'm wanting to go to heaven. Well, you're going to go to heaven. You're going to do what they're doing. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. And the Bible said, the Lord of hosts, 
The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. Now let me tell you what's going to happen to you when you see the throne. Look at the next verse. Then said I, Isaiah said, when I saw the throne of God, amen. Now listen, get your smile on your face, amen. Leave the devil out in the back of your pickup truck this morning or the trunk of your car and get in gear and ready to worship God today. He said, when I saw the throne, you know what America needs is to see the throne. Amen. All we can see is the junk, but God wants you to see the throne. He said, when I saw the throne, something happened to me, amen. He said, woe is me. For I am undone. I'm a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the king. You'll never see how sorry, rotten, low down, wicked and vile sinner you are till you see the throne and I won't either. We need to see the throne and we need to see him who is setting upon the throne. And this morning I hope by God's sweet spirit and grace that I can help somehow or another let God use me to lift your heart and your soul and your mind and your spiritual vision to see the reality of the God you claim you came to worship this morning. He is high and holy and lifted up and he is on his throne, amen. And the Bible said the first thing happened to you when you see the throne of God is you'll see yourself. And you'll see how unrighteous and how unholy and how wicked and how hell deserving you are. You see yourself for what you really are. But thank God he doesn't stop there, amen? Because that's pretty discouraging. Now this ain't a lost man, this is a prophet of God. There's hope for you, amen? He said, woe is me for I'm undone. He said, for mine eyes. He said, why did I see myself? You'll never see yourself till you look in the Bible. That's why you need to come to church. That's why you need to read your Bible. That's why you need to spend time with God. Because you will deceive yourself about who you are without seeing the throne of God. Amen. A bunch of self-righteous American people think they're good just because they live on both sides of the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean. Let me just tell you something. I do not, I do not know of a more wicked, nasty, vile people than American people. Amen. I don't know anybody that's popping naked pictures and sodomites and perversion and transgenders and garbage like that. And the reason they think that junk's all right, because they've never seen him who sits upon the throne. Amen. I'll guarantee you it's a throne of holiness. Amen. Then he said, then threw one of the seraphims unto me. I hope that happens to you this morning. He said, raise it up there a little bit, boys. He said, having a live coal, not a dead church, not dead preaching, not dead praying, not dead singing, not a dead Bible, but a live coal from off the altar. And he said, lo, First of all, he said, whoa. Then second of all, he said, low. Woo. There's a lot to that woe and low. And he said, lo, this hath touched my lips and thine iniquity is taken away and purged. Can I tell you this morning, I got good news for you. If you let the word of God and the power of God and the spirit of God and the truth of God touch your lips this morning, you can leave here clean, washed. I mean, happy in God today, full of the peace of God, full of the joy of God and clean in your soul, amen. But you gotta let God wash you, amen. You gotta say, God, wash me. God, wash me. I'm dirty, I'm filthy. God, wash me. Mm. And he said, I heard the voice of the Lord. 
saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then he said, I hear am I. Send me. You see, when you see the throne of God, then you begin to see humanity and creation and all everything from a totally different perspective. First of all, you want washed and clean so you be fit for the, be in the presence of Almighty God. Then, that, then you see him, lo, he can wash you and make you clean and give you life and holiness and righteousness. Then he said, I'll give you something to do with your life. Go, whoa, lo, go, amen. In that deep theology. How if we just get that down to our lives? Woe is me. Low is he. Amen. Go with me. Amen. That's Christianity. See yourself. See him that your sins can be forgiven. See him who can now, after your sins are dealt with, can send you out to a lost and dying world. Give you a purpose for living. Amen. Well, 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 we haven't church today yet. And are you, how many's hot besides me? Woo! Turn the air conditioners on. Turn, open the doors. Amen. I want to take my gun off and lay it right below me. All right. I don't want to preach around here showing that gun. Anyway, now go to, uh, go, go, just go on down to Hebrews chapter one, verse number eight. I want you to see what your Bible says. Amen. Uh, last time I checked, God said, preach the word, right? Amen. Last time I checked, not a Sears and Roebuck catalog. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hebrews 1, 8. Oh, watch this. All my Mormon friends, all my Jehovah Witness friends, listen up now. Be unto the Son, he saith. Thy throne, O God. You tell me who the Son is. He's God. Woo! You know what that tells me? They're not reading their Bible. Because if they'd read their Bible, they'd know that Jesus is God. Thy throne unto the Son. Now this is quoting out of the book of Psalms. Thus unto the Son, he said, thy throne, O God, is how long? Forever and ever. Oh my goodness. Go to Revelation chapter four. Now we're going to read fast here. If you want to look at the throne, you got to go to Revelation chapter four and chapter five. And the Bible said, after this, I look. Now remember what Isaiah did? Isaiah said, in the year the Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Well, John here on the Isle of Patmos, and when he was in bondage, when he was in prison, when things weren't going good, when things were bad, looked, and behold, the door was open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was of a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither and I'll show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the spirit. This is a prophetic picture of the rapture of the church. Amen. Immediately I was in the spirit. And behold what? A throne was set in heaven. And I'm glad there's not just a throne because the throne ain't no good if there ain't somebody sitting on it. Amen. Amen. He said, one sat upon the throne. And he that sat was a look upon like jasper and sardine stone. And there was a rainbow round about the throne. I got news for the sodomites. You don't own the rainbow. Woo! By the way, the sodomite rainbow's only got six colors in it. That's the number of man. But God's rainbow's got seven colors in it. That's the number of God. Amen. 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 I ain't going there. He said round about the throne. Well, it's four and 20 seats. If you've ever watched Mike Hogger's deal on that, it's a picture of your body. You have 12 ribs. You've got a heart right in here. God created you. This is your body is the temple of the Lord. Yeah. 
You have 12 ribs, 12 around the throne, 24 seats, 24 ribs circled around the throne. I want to ask you a question. Who's on the throne of your heart? Who is king of your temple? You listen to me today. Who is king? Who's on the throne of your temple? Now he said this. He said, I saw four and 20 elders sitting clothed in white raiment. In the Bible, white raiment speaks of the righteousness of Jesus Christ that has been robed upon those who believed on his shed blood. And he said, clothed white raiment, had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne, watch this now, watch this. Out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne where the seven spirits of God. Now that don't mean there are seven Holy Spirits. There are seven manifestations in Isaiah chapter 11, you can read it, of the Spirit of God, okay? By the way, when we make the tabernacle a lampstand, there are seven lamps coming up. That's what that, one spirit with seven manifestations. All right, now, completion. And before the throne was a sea of glass. That's your labor in the tabernacle in the temple. Like in the crystal, in the midst of the throne, and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. The first beast was like a lion. The second beast like a calf. The third beast had a face of a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. A picture of your Lord Jesus Christ. Ain't got time to go there. But anyway, and it said they had six wings about him. They were full of eyes within. They rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty Trinity, which was, which is, and which is to come, Trinity. Verse 9 And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever. And four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever. And cast those crowns at the head earlier. The Bible said they cast their crowns before the throne. Now I don't know if I'll ever get a crown or not. But in case I did, let me tell you what's going to happen to that crown. It's going to be taken off of my head and put at the feet of Jesus Christ because all the glory is God's. Amen. Amen. Then he said, verse number 11, for thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory. That's why when you come to church, I'm going to tell you something. I'm sick. Sick, sick of dead church services. Amen. I can't hardly stand it. Now, let me tell you something. Here's why the contemporary church services are seeing, quote, such success. Because these kids have been running. They've, they've sat, watch this now. They've sat in church for 15 years. We praise thee, O God, for the son of thy love. So somebody invites them over to our church service and they've got the stage filled with smoke. Well, this is almost like a rock concert. Hey, Woo! I went to church. Let me tell you why that works with these kids because the churches that believe the Bible are dead. You see, Satan will take you either that wind or he'll take you that wind. He wants you where the Bible is. Anyway, they fall down before him and sit on the throne, worship, live forever and ever, cast the crown before the throne. Are worthy to receive honor and power, for thou hast created all things. And for thy pleasure, 
How many here is created? Amen. How many flew in on an alien ship? <laughs> no, you were created. Do you know why you exist? This will change your life. This is a truth. This will change your life. If you ever, ever, ever come to the grips of reality, dear God in heaven, I was created for your glory, for your pleasure. God, I surrender and yield my life to you right now. I'll tell you what, there'll be some glory coming in your soul. Amen. Amen. For thy pleasure, they are created. Go to the next chapter. Chapter four and five is a chapter on the throne. And I saw on the right hand of him that sat on the throne, a book written within and on the backside and sailed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice who is worthy to open the book and loose the seals thereof. No man in heaven nor on earth, under the earth was able to open the book. I got news for you. Muhammad ain't opening the book and Confucius ain't opening the book and Buddha ain't opening the book. Amen. I'm telling you, Jesus Christ is the only one worthy to open the book. And then he said, I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and read the book, neither look on one. And one of the elders said unto me, there 24 elders, weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and loose the seven seals thereof. Now I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the what? Throne. And of the four beasts, in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth in all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden aisles full of odors, which are, that's your, that's your altar of incense, the prayers of saints. And they sung a new song. I'll tell you, when God gets in you, you'll have a new song. Amen. Amen. Why don't you love me like you used to do? We'll be replaced by amazing grace. Amen. Amen. I tell you, you'll no longer listen to uh, uh, Johnny Cash and Barbara, whatever her name is, and that old sow down there in in Tennessee that's got the the, the, uh, theme park. Uh, What's right? Dolly Dolly Puff or whatever her name is. I don't tell you something. You'll get off of that junk. Amen. Amen. You'll have a new song in your heart. It won't be the song of this world. Thou art worthy to take the book and open the seal, for thou was slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred tongue and people and nation, and hast made us unto our God, kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And behold, I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne of the beast and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand and thousands of thousands. I don't know how many that is. And verse number thirteen, every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea, and all three of them heard I say, Blessed and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. Amen. I'll tell you what, he's talking about the lamb on the throne forever. It says time to say amen. Yeah. And the four beasts said, amen. 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 <laughs> and the four and twenty elders fell down and worshiped him that liveth forever. Is there any more verses of that chapter? Whew. Boy, we could go home right now. We've had, we've had more Bible. Amen. Boy, I want to tell you something. Now, I want to preach about the throne of God today. The Bible calls it the throne of his kingdom. The Bible calls it the throne of mercy. Now listen to me today. You better understand and you better get a hold of the throne of God because it means everything. It will change your entire life. It's the throne of his kingdom. It's the throne of his mercy. It's called the throne of truth. It's called the throne of grace. It's called the throne of righteousness. It's called the throne of judgment. It's called the throne. It's a throne of authority. It's a throne of justice. It's a throne of power. It's a throne of glory. It's a throne of holiness. It's an eternal throne. 
throne. It's a majestic throne, the Bible says, and it's a great white throne, the throne of Almighty God. And the, I found this for, I never seen this for in my life. I studied this week, and in Daniel chapter 7, verse number 9, the Bible said that there is fire that comes out of his throne. I'm going to tell you something. You better be ready to face the amazing throne of Almighty God. Now, I've got two questions to ask, and I'm going to start the message. We just introduced this thing. Amen? He said, uh, here's the first question. Do you really believe this morning? Uh, are you listening? Quit, quit popping your bubble gum, watching your Facebook. Do you believe that God is on his throne? Amen. Amen. I didn't ask you, do you kind of think God's on his throne? I ask you, do you believe God is on his throne? If you believe God is on his throne, say amen right now. Second question, do you live like God is on his throne? If you live like God is on the throne, say amen. Well, I'm telling you, I've got good news for you. You just well get happy. God wants you to not only believe that he's on his throne. God wants you to live like he's on his throne. Because if you live like he's on his throne, you'll be a happier person. That's right. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. God was on his throne before he ever created the first angel. God was on his throne before he ever created the, the, the angel that fell, Satan. God was on the throne when Satan fell and God will be on the throne when he cast Satan in the lake of fire. Amen. Amen. God was on his throne when this world was created and God will be on his throne when this world's on fire. God was on his throne when he created Adam. Now keep, I want you, I'm going somewhere with this. There's a thread going to run through here and I want you to miss it. God was on his throne when he created Adam and he was on his throne when Adam fell. He didn't get off his throne and say, oh my goodness, what on earth happened? He was just still on his throne. God was on his throne when Abel was born. And God was on his throne when Abel was killed. Get this. God was on his throne before the flood when men were violent and killing each other and full of evil. But God was still on his throne after the flood. God was on his throne when he told Noah to build the ark and he did it. And God was on his throne when Noah got drunk. God was on his throne when Abraham was a pagan in Ur of Chaldees. And God was still on his throne when Abraham became a believer and went to Canaan land. God was on his throne when the Sodomites took over the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. But God was on his throne when he burned them to a crisp and sent them all to eternal hell. God was still on his throne. He was on his throne when they were doing that, but he was still on his throne when he burned it up. God was on his throne when Lot was running around with Abraham, but God was still on his throne when Lot pitched his tent toward Sodom. Listen to me. Get this. Let the Holy Spirit of God preach to you this morning. God was on his throne when Job had it all, and God was still on his throne when Job lost it all. God was on his throne when Job had all his children about him. And God was on his throne when his children were all dead. Job, God was on his throne when he was healthy. But God was still on the throne when he was full of boils. Are you getting this? If you'll get this, it'll take you through satanic attacks, spiritual warfare, satanic assaults. It'll lift you to a plane of Christianity 
that will cause you to be able to endure with the joy of God in your soul. I'll prove that to you in the Bible pretty soon. He was God on his throne when Job was healthy. He was God on his throne when Job was sick. He was God on his throne when Job was wealthy. And he was God on the throne when he was broke. He was on his throne when his wife kissed him. And he was on the throne when his wife cursed him. Are you listening to me? God was on his throne when Job could understand what's going on. And God was still on his throne when he could not understand what was happening. Are you listening to me? God was on the throne when Joseph was around his father as a small boy in his coat of many colors. But God was still on the throne when his brothers brought that coat in tattered blood to his feet. And he said, animals have surely devoured Joseph. God was on his throne when he wore that coat around his house. But God was still on the throne when the coat was torn in shatters and sprinkled with blood and brought to him. God was on the throne when Joseph was with his daddy. But God was still on the throne when he was in the pit and in the prison and in the palace. God was on the throne when Jim Elliot and Elizabeth Elliot, along with four other missionaries, went down to Ecuador to reach the cannibal tribes in 1956 January. God was still on his throne when they were flying above those uh, natives there and trying to give them the gospel. And on January the 8th, they landed that little cub plane on the shores of that river. And God was still on the throne days later when they found Jim Elliot's body down next to the river with, along with the other four men. He was God when he sent him to the mission field. And he was on his throne and he was still on his throne when he let him be killed. Are you listening to this preacher today? God was on his throne when Joseph's feet was in stocks. But God was on his throne when Job was ruling in the land. God was on his throne when Pharaoh ordered the babies to be baby boys to be killed. But God was still on his throne when his parents would not comply with the orders of the government. Do you get that? God is still on the throne. God was on the throne when Pharaoh's daughter found a baby Hebrew boy in a little ark out in the river. But God was on the throne still when God refused to let Moses go into the promised land. Are you listening to me? He was God when he he preserved him in a little ark as a baby, but he was still God when he said, you're not going in, Moses. I want to divert here and say something to those of you out here who may experience this. God always requires more of leadership than he does to the people that are leading. You better get that one. He judges leaders more harshly than he judges those who are following the leaders. God was still on his throne when Moses murdered an Egyptian. And God was still on the throne when Moses spent 40 years in the wilderness. God was still on his throne when Israel had the Red Sea in front of them, Pharaoh's armies behind them, and mountains on each side. But he was still God when they walked over on dry ground. God was still on his throne when there was plenty of things for the water and food for the Israelites. And he was still God Almighty when they were thirsting and hungry in the wilderness. God was on his throne when they obeyed. Listen to me. God was still on his throne when they obeyed. And God was still on his throne when they disobeyed. Are you listening to me? 
God was still on His throne before I got saved. And God is still on His throne after I got saved. God was on His throne when I am disobedient. And God is on His throne when I am obedient. God never leaves His throne in the sense of His authority and His power. God was on the throne when Samson could carry the gates of the city off on his shoulders up over the hill. And God was still on his throne when Samson was blinded and grinding at the Philistines' mill in bondage. God was on his throne when David slew a bear. God was on his throne when David slew a lion. God was on his throne when he slew Goliath. And God was on his throne when he stole Bathsheba from her husband. God was still on his throne when he committed adultery. And God was still on his throne when he had him killed. And you better be glad God's still on his throne. God was on his throne when David was being chased by Saul. But God was still on the throne when David was ruling in Jerusalem. God was on his throne when David played the harp and danced through the streets of Jerusalem. But God was also on his throne when he cried, Oh, Absalom, oh, Absalom, my son, my son, Absalom, would God I died for thee. God was still on his throne. You better get this. I'm 68 years old, been preaching 40 years, and God did something to me this week. I don't care what happens to you, Reggie. I don't care what goes on in your life. I'm still on the throne. God is still on the throne when you're healthy. When you're feeling good, God's still on the throne. When you're sick and weak and hurting, God is on His throne when you're happy. God is on the throne when you're sad. God is on the throne when there's plenty of money at your house. God is still on the throne when you're broke. God is still on the throne. He was on the throne when you're successful at your endeavors. And God is still on the throne when you failed. God is still was on the throne when you understood it all. And God is on the throne when you're confused and don't have any idea what God is doing. God is on the throne when you're here at church. But let me tell you, God is still on His throne when you go home today and tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. And God will still be on the throne. God was on the throne when you were conceived in the womb of your mother. God was on the throne when you were born. But God will be on the throne when you're taking your last gasping death breath God was on the the throne when Elijah called fire down from heaven but he was still on the throne when he ran from Jezebel and went underneath the juniper tree and said God it's enough let me die God was still on his throne God was on the throne when Ruth's husband died but God was still on the throne when she met Boaz God was on the throne when Esther was taking a little girl captive into a foreign land But God was still on the throne when she ruled as queen in Persia. God was still on the throne when in kings they fought the Philistines and the Philistines said, Oh, their God is the God of the mountains, but he's not God of the valleys. And God said, I'll tell you what, I ain't putting up with that nonsense. He sent a man of God down there and told them, said, You tell them Philistines, I'm the God of the mountains and I'm the God of the valleys. And you tell them to come on and I'll show them. And he did. Amen. I'm telling you, God's the God of your mountains and God is the God of your valleys. God is the God of your hills and God is the God of your creeks. Amen. Even when the creeks dry. 
dry like Elijah had. God is the God of the mountain and God of the depths of the sea. God was there and on his throne when Jeremiah was called to preach in his mother's womb. And God was still on his throne when Jeremiah was lowered into a filthy, nasty pit because of his preaching. God was in the throne when John Clark in Vietnam was flying an American jet low across the Vietnam forest. But God was still on his throne when John Clark was shot down and spent seven years in Hanoi Hilton, tortured, bruised, beaten, treated like a dog, worse than a dog. God was still on his throne, and that's what took him through his imprisonment, that my God is still on his throne. God was still God when Daniel was working in the government and not in the lion's den. But God was still on his throne when he was thrown in the lion's den. God is still on his throne when the Hebrew children were told to bow and wouldn't bow and threaten with fire. And God was still on his throne when he walked through the fire with them. God was on the throne with Paul when there was a storm. And God was with Paul in the synagogue preaching the word of God. Paul, God was on his throne when he was whipped and beaten. God was on the throne when he was caught up into third heaven to see things not lawful to be uttered. God was on his throne when a baby was conceived in the womb of a virgin. In Bethlehem, God was on his throne when the wise men came to worship him. But God was on his throne when they spit in our lovely Savior's face. When they pulled his beard out of his face. When they beat him to a pulp unrecognizable as to who he was. When they whipped his back and sliced him up like meat on a counter. When they blindfolded him and said, prophesy if you're God. Tell us, come on, do something, you're God. And they crucified him and they stripped him naked. That's why I don't like nakedness. They stripped my Savior naked so that you could be clothed. But I'm going to tell you something. When Jesus was being whipped and spit upon and his beard plucked and beaten to a pulp, God the Father was still on his throne. You better get that one. God was on his throne when Jesus said, Father, into my, thy hand I commit my spirit. God was on his throne when he borrowed a tomb for three days. I like that. He said, I won't need it permanently. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I just need to borrow it for about three days. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, God was on the throne when the Spirit of God quickened and brought Jesus up out of the dead. Amen. And he lived there and then seated to heaven. Let me tell you something this morning about life and especially the Christian life. Conditions do not determine whether God's on the throne. Amen. Have you got that? Well, let me stop. I'm about a third of the way through. <laughs> I want to upset you. Amen. I want to find out whether you like the word of God. No, listen. I want to ask you something. Do you believe God's on his throne and do you live like it? Do you act like it? You see, if you believe God's on his throne, you wouldn't be so down today. You wouldn't be so discouraged today if you really believe God is on his throne. Do you know why God told about all those people in the Old Testament? So you'd know he's on the throne. Don't matter what's good, bad, ugly, or sweet. Amen. One of the great mistakes that we make is to assume that in our eyes, things are, or if they turn out good, then God was on his throne. But if they turned out bad, I'm not sure God's on the throne. See, what Satan wants you to think is that God's went on vacation. He's took a trip somewhere. 
that God's not on his throne. He's lost control of the situation. And it's all on your hands now. You've got the steering wheel going down the hill with no brakes. That's what the devil wants you to think. If things turn out bad, then God wasn't in it. God is in all of it and he's working everything good out for good to those that love him. Amen. God was on his throne when John the Baptist stood down by the river Jordan and said, behold, the lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. And Jesus walked out there and John the Baptist baptized. Can you imagine baptizing the son of God and the, and the spirit of God coming down like God was on his throne. But let me tell you something else. John the Baptist was sitting in Pilate's and in, in, in jailhouse in the dungeon. And them guys come down the stairway with their feet with a big knife and said, they've told us to cut your head off, John. God was still on the throne. When it's all went bad for you and things are not turning out for you. Don't you let the devil tell you that God's not on his throne. Some of you ate too much ham and turkey yesterday. You're about to sleep on me. (laughs) Some of you shouldn't have went back to the table that fifth time. (laughs) Amen. I'm a meddling now, ain't I? I quit preaching and I'm a meddling. God is on his throne. It doesn't have to turn out like you want it to. It doesn't have to be like you think it ought to be. God was still on his throne when Adoniram Judson became the first foreign missionary from American shores. And God was still on the throne when they sent him out and all the cheers and all the glory. But God was on the throne, brother, when his first son died and they buried him on an island. And God was on the throne when the second child died and they buried him in Burma. And God was on the throne when Anne, his dear beloved wife, died and he stood over her grave and fell upon it and clawed on the dirt. God, I thought, I thought you called me to be a missionary. God, you took everything precious away from me. God was still on his throne. God was teaching people after him what it's like to be a missionary and a servant of God. God, listen to me, was on his throne before COVID hit. (laughs) Woo! We ought to shout right there. Amen. God was on his throne before COVID ever was heard of. Amen. I'll tell you something. God's on his throne today and God will be on his throne when this thing's gone into hell. Amen. He's still on his throne. When this world's on fire, God will still be on his throne. I'm going to tell you something. God was on his throne in 2021 and he's going to be on the throne in 2022. Get ready for the ride. I'll tell you what's wrong with Christians and preachers. Well, the attendance was up. God's on his throne. Attendance is down. God's not on his throne. Church has got plenty of money. God's on his throne. Church is broke. God's not on his throne. That's the way you act. Take careful. Well, I'm feeling good. God's on his throne. I'm sick. God got off. I'm full. God's on his throne. I'm hungry. God's went somewhere. Everything's going good. God's on his throne. Oh, I got lots of trouble. Where's God at? He's on his throne. <laughs> you know what? If some of you'd get the amen in the shouting business, you'd get a lot more out of church, I can tell you that. Amen. amen. I'm used to, I want to tell you something right now. My preaching train unhooks easy. You get in a shouting spell, I'll unhook her and hook back up when you get done shouting. Amen. amen. I'm telling you right now, God's on his throne. Amen. If you come to church just to get patty caked and, and told how good you are, I'm sorry. I'm preaching on him, not you and me. Amen. amen. Hey, Reggie Kelly ain't on the throne. You better be glad. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. God's on the throne while you're living and God will be on the throne when you're dead. 
Is God on his throne only when you like it? God does not have to satisfy Reg Kelly's opinion of bad or good to be on his throne. God's on his throne. He healed. God's on his throne. They died. God's not on his throne. God's on his throne. He heard my prayer. God's not on his throne. I ain't heard nothing from him. God was on the throne when my baby was born. God was on the throne when your baby died. God was on the throne when I was broke. God's been on the throne when I was living wicked. And God's on the throne when I was in the hospital. God's on the throne when we buried a little baby in 1991. God will be on the throne when your spouse passes away. Let me tell you something. God was on the throne when the prodigal son left home. And God was still on the throne when the prodigal son came back home. God says this to you and I. I'm on, this, I'm on my throne. You need the sunshine, but you also need shadows in your life. You need the noontime, but you also need the midnight time. There's times when you need to be well, and there's times it'd be good for you to be sick. Let me just tell you something. God will be on the throne when they throw the dirt over your loved ones. He's still on the throne. John Bunyan spent 12 years in Bedford Prison. For preaching out on the street. His little daughter came to him. Are you listening to me? His little daughter came to him. They let his daughter come in his jail cell. She said, Daddy. Yes, dear. It's so good to see you. Daddy, they'll let you out. Daddy, you can come home. Daddy, you can come home. Oh, dear, that'd be wonderful. I'd love to see you and Mom. I'd love to see the door of our home. Daddy, all they're asking you to do is quit preaching on the street. You can come home. They told me to come in here and tell you. They'll let you out of jail if you just quit preaching on the street. John Bunyan looked at his little 12-year-old girl and said, Honey, if they let me out of here tonight, I'll be preaching on the street tomorrow. Oh, Daddy, won't you come home? Honey, I'd love to. But God's still on his throne. You listen to me tonight. One of the greatest things you're ever going to need to know through your life is that God Almighty is still on the throne. When you were united in holy matrimony, God was on his throne. And when you went before the judge for a divorce, God was still on his throne. You know, it's funny, they go to a preacher to get married, but they don't want him when they're divorcing. I don't understand that. Listen to me. God was on his throne and is on his throne when your family's all gathered around and there's sweet love and fellowship at the Christmas table and the Thanksgiving table. But God is still on the throne when not all of your family's there. You better know that. Lord, you're still on the throne. God is still on the throne when you've been betrayed. God's still on his throne when your heart's been broken. God's still on the throne when your spirit is crushed and wounded. God's still on the throne when you've been maligned, demonized, rejected, and despised. When your words and your work have been twisted, when every motive that you've had has been questioned, 
I was working on this message and praying and seeking the Lord. God brought some things back to my mind I hadn't thought of in a long time. Back years ago, they had answering services. I hate answering services. People say stuff on answering machines that they wouldn't tell you to their face. I've come home. Thing would be a blink. Turn it on and 30 minutes of vile attack from people I've just been to church with. That'll fix your night. I went home one Sunday night from church and a daughter of a family here that attended church back then, she left the most vile, wicked, nasty, filthy out of hell message you've ever heard in your life. I've received letters that I wouldn't want nobody in this room to read. I wouldn't want my children to read them. Ambushed and verbally attacked. And I want to tell you this morning with a smile on my face and joy in my soul that God is still on the throne. God was on his throne when Lester Roloff started them boys' homes and for drunks and drug addicts and helped so many men. But God was still on his throne when his plane went down. God the Father was on the throne. When Jesus cried, Father, forgive them. But God was on his throne when Jesus said, Why hast thou forsaken me? God was on his throne when the preacher fell. And God was on his throne when he raised him up again. You will never in this present life experience life without death. You'll never experience joy without sorrow. And you'll never experience peace without turmoil. And you'll never have success without failure. <laughs> Bless God Almighty. Amen. And you'll never have a door closed with what God doesn't open another or two or three. Amen. amen. And I'm not preaching this message. Don't you get down. You get up. Amen. And you leave and you jump in your truck and you get in your car and say, Bless God Almighty. God's still on the throne and he'll be on the throne when this world's on fire. I'm glad I came to church this morning. Never equate the adversity of your life with God not being on the throne. It's just the opposite. Oh, I'll tell you, when Carter was president, God was still on the throne. (laughs) And when Reagan was elected, God was still on the throne. And when the bushes got lost in the bushes, God was still on the throne. And when Obama got bummed out, he was still on the throne. And when Trump's trumpet blew out, God's still on the throne. And I don't think Biden knows it, but God's on the throne. <laughs> Come on, have a good time this morning. Amen. You know he don't know where he's at. <laughs> Amen. God is on his throne when COVID came and he'll be on his throne when COVID's gone. I ain't never seen a church blessed as much as this church has been blessed since COVID. Since COVID. We've been having revival ever since COVID started. I thank God for COVID. Amen. Lord, send us some more COVID. (laughs) I would tell you what, what what you need to realize. I got preachers calling me from all over the United States. I'll shoot the whole red. I'll tell you what, how's it going up there? I said, we're just about dead. Half the folks that's lost, the other thirds died. 
Barely keeping the church house doors open. The offerings are down. They ain't nobody coming to church. I said, man, I don't know what happened. But you know what we said? We're going back to church. That's right. And God's blessed this church more than I've ever seen in 40 years of pastoring. He's blessed it since COVID. I'll tell you what. God, he said, Reggie, don't you worry about COVID. I'm on the throne. Amen. And God don't want you worrying about 2022. And God don't want you worrying about all the junk you see on the news. And God don't want you worrying about your failures. And God don't want you worrying about your junk. He wants you to know something. He is on his throne. Amen. We want crowns. But no crosses. We want victories without any battles. We want resurrection. We want to die. We want a cure, but we don't want any illness. We want deliverance, but no captivity. We want a day, but no night. We want sunrise, but no sunsets. We want joy, but no sorrows. We want the upper room. But we do not want Gethsemane. If you don't continuously remind yourself or believe that God's on the throne, you have possibly a false God. Now I'm going to get personal preaching. No old Kenny James, I like Kenny James. He's related to Jesse. Don't mess with him. <laughs> I lying on you, Kenny. I don't know whether he is or not. Kenny, I remember in 2008. No work. Remember that? I remember you and Lori talking to me. He was on his throne, Kenny. And now you can't find enough people to work. <laughs> you can't do all the jobs God's given you, have you? Kenny, just don't ever forget. He was on the throne then. Amen. Just as, as much as he's on the throne now. Lori, bless your heart. I love you. I still remember you and your two sisters coming into church. And Lori, all you've been through, God's been on his throne. And Lori, he loves you. And he never leaving his throne. It's a throne of power. It's a throne of grace. It's a throne of mercy. It's a throne of truth. It's a throne of righteousness. The God was on his throne whenever I called the lender and said I can't make the payment on my farm. It's still the God that was on his throne when I don't owe for my farm. <laughs> Same God on his throne. Amen. And let me just tell you something. Some of you, the devil has bounced you up and down all week long because you ain't got it figured out yet what God's on his throne. And you're bouncing up (laughs) with every situation that comes and down. And and, uh, brother, over here, Brandon, don't don't get aggravated at me, but this is just me preaching. They're telling him you're going to have to get vaccinated. Well, it's kind of funny because they ain't got enough employees. And and if he leaves, they ain't got no work, hardly, you know. But I'm going to tell you something. God's going to be on the throne whether they enforce that or not. Them enforcing that vaccination. Some of you other people. There's some of you people here. God's on his throne, folks. Whether, whether Joe Biden claims everybody's got to get vaccinated or not. Amen. 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 He's still on the throne this morning. Does anybody know what I'm preaching about this morning? God's on his throne. God's on his throne. Now, well, I think I got it. Amen. Amen. 
What did he say? I didn't catch it. I said God is on the throne. Amen. I said thank you, Marcus. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what, my hearing's getting bad. I can't hardly hear myself. Amen. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. When you come to church some Sunday and I'm not here and my body is returning to the Missouri Ozarks dirt, God will still be on the throne. Amen. For eternity, God will be on his throne. Lost men, lost young person. And there's some lost people sitting in this building today. By your own admission, I've talked to you. I've talked to you. You said they're not saved. You may be listening online this morning. You're sitting there somewhere. I want you to listen to me. You can die lost, but you'll never die unloved. But if you die lost, you're going to go to hell. Forever and forever. You're going to bust hell wide open and you're going to be in eternal, non-stopping torment. And God will be on his throne. The Bible says in Psalm 94, verse number 20, that there is a, watch this, a throne of iniquity. In Isaiah chapter 14, Satan said, I will exalt my throne above the throne of God. Listen to me. You have a king. Everybody does. You say, I ain't got no king. Yes, you do. God has ordained it in the eternal counsels of this world that every man and every woman child will have a king. This boy sat in this chair right here the other day. He made Jesus Christ his king. You're either going to have a king by the name of Satan and he has a throne. Or you're going to have King Jesus and he has a throne. And let me give you some prophecy from the Bible. There'll be a day when the thrones apart from his throne will all be thrown down. There's going to be a day when Jesus takes Satan off his little, I call it his little cow pile throne. I always say Satan looks like a toad frog puffed up sitting on an old wore out cow pile. That's his throne. And one of these days, Jesus is going to take his throne and him and throw it in the bowels of hell forever and forever. God will still be on his throne, lost person, after you went to hell. I want you to think about it this week. I want you to think about it today. I want you to be saved today. When you need mercy, when you need forgiveness, when you need truth, when you need judgment, when you need grace, when you need righteousness, God is still on his throne. And it is a throne that encompasses all of those things. Don't be at odds with God. I want the boys to put up something. Lonnie, I'd like for you to come. I want you to stand with me. We're going to sing our way home today. Here's what I want you to do. Some of you here today, some of you listening online, you've let the devil tell you that God Oh, you would never say God's not on his throne, but you're living like it. 
Some of you are just as sincere as you can possibly be. You just needed to be reminded this morning. You just needed reminding. You know it, but oh, it's gotten away from you. Now, can you sing this song? Lonnie, I want you to hit that key so I don't get off key. Play just a little bit of it. How many knows this song? Oh, there's enough of you knows it to sing it. So as you sing it out, here it goes. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That's the chorus. We need the verse, boys. We need the first verse. Now, here's what I'm going to do this morning. We're going to sing this song. And if you need the God of the Mount, you just say, Lord, I, I need to be reminded of this today and I need your help. You come out of that seat. You just say, Reggie, I'll tell you what, I need to pray. I need to talk to God. I understand that. I've been talking to him all week long. God, I need you. If you just want to come up and say, God, I'm just thankful you're on your throne. You come on today. We're going to sing. All right, here we go. Can you get that? Uh, the, I, I need the first verse, boys. That's all you got? Okay. Well, how many knows the song? Name where you at? You're the, Boy, I tell you what, I need help on this. You sure, boys, you can't find that. I, I needed the song. You can come on anyway. You don't have to have a song to ask God for help this morning, all right? You come on anyway. Well, let's try the chorus anyway. Here we go. For the God of the mountain is still God in the valley. When things go wrong, He'll make them right. in the bad times the God of the day he is still God in the night yes the God in the good times he is still God in the bad times the God of the day he is still God in the night Boy, I was wanting to sing that song. Is there any way in the world you can get that? It starts out, somebody tell me how that.